previously on At the Movies with Arch Campbell and Lou Katz. Don Hagen. <laughs> oh, somewhere, Don Hagen. Somewhere. Where is he living now? Somewhere on the coast of Florida. <laughs> Don't ask me if it's the east or the west. Land or water? Yeah. Hmm. Land for now. Uh, yeah. He writes, Hey, Arch. Yes, yes. I watched a movie the other night about a gunslinger who wore glasses. A gunslinger? Who wore glasses. Can you name the star? I saw this movie. It stars Squint Eastwood. <laughs> Hello, I'm Lou Katz. <laughs> who? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no. And now the man oh. who warned everyone <laughs> that the Titanic was going to sink. I did, I did. So they threw him out of the theater. <laughs> I love that. Clapping and let's give it up for Mr. Arch Campbell. Thank you very much. (laughs) And there I am. Here I am with my delightful partner, Lou Katz. Great to be here. The voice of Wash FM (laughs) and Q107 and Mix107 and Wava and... My God, and you went all over radio. the dial. And exactly. now we're hounding each other we on are. Hound Radio. Well, here we are on our podcast. And uh, we always start with some shout-outs. And I think uh, it is very appropriate to begin by paying tribute to Peter Fonda, who died uh, this week at age 79. And he will always be remembered for Easy Rider. Yeah. Did you see that in 69 oh, yeah. oh, when yeah. it came out? I was in high school. There's a dirty little secret about Easy Rider. Really? And it is that if you watch it today, it is almost unwatchable. <laughs> it just... <laughs> and why do you say that? It's a terrible movie. <laughs> I, the reason I say that is in 69, you know, you, you hear about a movie with buzz... <laughs> Right. Well, this is the movie that most people were buzzed when they were watching it. In 69, I certainly get that. Uh, I I don't think it has held up. But it's an important movie because uh, Hollywood uh, suddenly discovered there was a generation gap and they suddenly discovered uh, the baby boomer generation. And, uh, you know, those, those shots of Peter Fonda... Uh, as Captain America mm. on that uh, that motorcycle, and and it also it was uh, Jack Nicholson's really uh, debut. God, you know, I, he had done some other stuff, but I totally forgot he was in there. He shows up as a doctor. It's uh, it's just a a bizarre thing. Peter Fonda is also known for a movie called Yuli's Gold, made in 1997, that was nominated for a uh, an Oscar. And in Yuli's Gold, he's a grandfather who raises his granddaughters. One of the granddaughters was played by Jessica Biel oh, when she was 14 years oh, old. Oh, man. And he's also, he's uh, Bridget Fonda's father. Right. So, and of course, Jane Fonda's brother. Right? And Henry's son. Yeah. So, uh, so that's a remarkable passing. And he does have a place in movie history. I want to mention, I noticed uh, an NBC correspondent passed away this week named Jack Perkins. Does that mean anything to you? I do remember seeing him on on, on the network, yeah. He, uh, he uh, was based pretty much for most of his life in California uh, and did a lot of wonderful essay-like stuff. He was kind of NBC's answer to Charles Kuralt. 
at the beginning of his career, they sent him to Asia. And then when he was through with that assignment, they said, okay, we're going to bring you back to California. He says, well, uh, will you pay to move my clothes and my furniture and my junk? And they said, yeah, sure. Just just send us a, an expense. And the junk was a boat he owned in China. Oh, and it cost NBC like thousands of dollars <laughs> to move the thing from Asia to California. And that that was one of the great... NBC stories when I worked there, Jack Perkins. Uh, wow. Well, just just move my furniture and my clothes and my junk. <laughs> That's a great story. Isn't that something? Yes. Jack Perkins. So I looked at the weekend box office, and Good Boys was the number one movie this week. You went to see it. I did, and I, I got to tell you, <laughs> I, I, I absolutely loved it. Right. I, I, I would give Good Boys a solid three barks. R-rated little kids. Heavily R-rated. <laughs> and I have to tell you, Arch, it, it is weird seeing, I don't know, 11-year-olds, uh-huh. 10-year-olds, 12-year-olds, yeah. or whatever, Using all kinds of profanity. Passing around. I mean, this is a movie they're not old enough to see. <laughs> right? These good boys. And meanwhile, I, you know, and it was from the same people that did Super Bad. I enjoyed it. You know, I just saw this movie, Ready or Not, that's opening this weekend with uh, Samara Weaving, who is this beautiful actress from Australia, I believe. And she marries into a wealthy family. And uh, the family has made all their money uh, making board games, and they make the new member of the family play a game, except the game is they're going to hunt her in the mansion and kill her. They fling uh, F-words and <laughs> curse words, right. and, and uh, like one of, one of the members of the family is a klutz, and she accidentally kills the maid by mistake, and then somebody else so it's uh, it's it's like a combination horror movie slash comedy and i think it's the result of get out you know because get out was funny right but it was also horror right and uh, this is that same sort of thing it's kind of a new uh, thing and i thought it was very (laughs) very funny really liked it i my wife wanted to see where'd you go bernadette did you notice that uh, film kate blanchett yeah uh, I saw the trailer on it. Uh, you know, a lot of people liked the book, mm-hmm. and uh, we went to see it. And um, what'd you think? I thought it stunk. Okay, well. <laughs> hated it. And I got a feeling the book is delightful. She's an architect, and uh, things have gone bad, and she's kind of uh, grandiose and over the top, and probably manic depressive, and. Um, uh, at stunk. Yeah, probably want to avoid that one. What are you thinking now? So uh, we're coming toward the Labor Day weekend, and we're coming toward the end of summer and the beginning of awards season. And I think that means we can look forward to some better stuff, uh, at least movies for grown-ups. And when we get to movies for grown-ups, I always like to talk to my good pal, Bill Newcott, who reviews for the Saturday Evening Post. He invented the phrase, movies for grown-ups, for AARP, and he goes every year to the Toronto Film Festival. And Toronto seems to be the predictor of award season films. So uh, let's bring in Bill Newcott and uh, find out what he's looking to see at Toronto. I love the Toronto Film Festival. 
It seems to be the predictor of what we're going to love this fall and what we'll be contesting for the Oscars later on in the winter. So what do you see coming ahead at Toronto? Well, Toronto is different than, I mean, so many film festivals, it's films that are looking for a market. They're looking for someone to buy the film. Right. And in Toronto, it is, it's a launching pad for studios and releasing companies to, to show what they got for the fall. Mm. Um, and this is, and, and I will see 40 movies while I'm there for the 10 days. How is that for you, by the way? 40 movies in 10 days. It is. I, I say 40 movies. I schedule myself for 40 movies. I end up seeing like 32 or 33. <laughs> but I, I literally write a capsule review after each film because it's the only way I'd ever remember right. that I've seen them all. I start getting bills from Toronto and I say, was I there? <laughs> yes, I guess I... <laughs> I guess I ate a Tim, Tim Hortons. Last year, uh, it pretty much after Toronto looked like Green Book was the uh, the surprise hit of the winter. Remember, we were talking last year this time about this this trend towards based on true story movies, mm-hmm. uh, and it seems to be holding true again this year. I mean, I went I went down the list of films that they've announced so far. They, they've announced the big name films already. And the best thing about seeing thirty two movies is that there's always surprises in there, things you didn't expect. But you go in with the expectations, okay, these are the ones I'm checking off. And almost all of them, March, are, again, true-life stories, biographies, historical films. The one everyone's looking forward to seeing is uh, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, the Mr. Rogers biography with Tom Hanks as Mr. Rogers. He was born to play Mr. Rogers, and he finally aged into the role. So that'll be it. And uh, what else are you looking for? Rosamund Pike. Is it Rosamund or Rosamund? I think it's Rosamund. I'm, I met her one time, and she is quite a beauty. What happens to me is I, I will say Ro- Rosamund Pike, and then she'll correct me, and then I'll never forget. <laughs> I'll go with Rosamund since you have to have first hand. She's, doing, she's playing Marie Curie in a movie called Radioactive. Oh, wow. I'll bet it's going to be really good. She's so fantastic. Well, I always thought she was hot, and now <laughs> with that <laughs> radium, <laughs> this will just prove it. It will prove it. She'll positively glow. And there's another film I'm really looking forward to. I, I'm a sucker for car movies. I, I love movies about cars. I'm not even a car fanatic. But remember, like, Francis Ford Coppola's Man in a Dream, uh, Tucker? Oh, the Tucker. Yes, I loved that movie with Jeff Bridges. And this is a movie called Ford versus Ferrari. Oh, yeah, yeah. With, with Matt Damon and Christian Bale. And it's about the Ford Motor Company was apparently tried to buy Ferrari in 1968 five or so mm-hmm. and ferrari the guy who owned the company it became apparent later he was just toying with them and he pulled out at the last minute so henry ford the fifth or sixth or whoever was running ford at the time hated ferrari so he decided he was going to come up with a car that could beat ferrari at le mans in 1966 mm-hmm. and matt damon and christian bale play the two ford guys who who, had, who design and or, and, and or drive the car that was the Shelby Mustang, wasn't it? I think it's the GT. Really? Anyway, that one's directed by James May, action director. I bet it's going to be really good. I hear Christian Bale fattened up for this one. Yeah, and also he's he's very solid. Yeah, he is. He is. Uh, and, and there are more. There's uh, um, a movie called Harriet about Harriet Tubman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A historic drama. You know how they market movies. It looks like they're turning her into an action hero. She's got a gun. She's got a hat. <laughs> Harriet Tubman is out for blood. And, of course, I think probably the film everyone's most looking forward to is Joker. Oh, right. Joaquin Phoenix becomes the latest in troubled young actors to play uh, the Joker. And, but I understand the performance of Robert De Niro gives it a, him a run for his money in it. So it looks, it looks, that looks really good. And I'm intrigued because it's directed by Todd Phillips, 
who did the Hangover movies. Oh, yeah. He does very interesting and fun and kind of over-the-top comedies, and it's, he's going to channel that into a, a, a Genesis movie about the, uh, the Joker, where the Joker came from. Why the Joker is a Joker. Right. So it's another based on fact. Uh, I, 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 I set out with this with a premise saying, oh, yeah, they're all based on true stories. And then I get down my list and here's the Joker. <laughs> when is Toronto anyway? It's September 5th through 15th. So you'll be up there watching 40 films. And then when you get back, uh, will you sift through them and, and let us know uh, what's what from that? Absolutely. I got to mention one more, though. Oh, yeah? A movie called Judy. Oh, oh, uh, the Garland movie? That's opening in September 27th. Renee Zellweger playing The Last Days of Judy Garland. Oh, man. This has it now. That has the possibility to be really good or one of those vanity products, like like, like when Kevin Spacey played uh, Bobby Darren. Wow. So we'll see. And, you know, Renee Zellweger has, has sort of disappeared. And then for a while, there was these rumors that she had so much plastic surgery that she was staying inside and doesn't even look like herself. Mm-hmm. I'll be interested to see all of these movies, even if they flop, if they fail. You know, I, I'm I'm sick of the movies that are marketed to death and only released because they're safe. I still like the grand failures, and and you know maybe maybe one of those uh, is one of that. <laughs> we can only hope. Hey, well, look, I'll check back with you when you get back from Toronto, and uh, it's always good talking to a grown-up, Bill Newcott. Good to talk to you, Arch. Thanks. <laughs> Bill, take care. Good talking to you. You too, Arch. Bye. So there's a few titles for you. He mentioned uh, Judy. I saw the trailer for Judy, the new movie about Judy Garland mm-hmm. with um, Renee Zellweger, who who looks astoundingly like Judy Garland because she doesn't look like Renee Zellweger. She doesn't <laughs> look like after, Renee Zellweger anyway. <laughs> oh my goodness! And the trailer makes the movie. The I just got a feeling that Judy is gonna be cheesy. <laughs> Just a giant piece of cheese, but Ugh. maybe not. Maybe not. All right. uh, but, so anyway, Newcott mentioned Judy, the Joker, Harriet, Ford versus Ferrari. You want to see that? I'm a car guy. We want to see that. And a beautiful day in the neighborhood. I think that's uh, that's something to look for. What have you liked this summer, Lewis? Well, I'll tell you what. I oh, have. you've made notes. I, I, I did my. Arch, I did my homework. You oh, I, to- I warned you. You told me last week, do my homework. <laughs> you know, thanks to you inviting me to be your date at many of these screenings, we saw a bunch of wonderful movies, but the ones that really stood out for me uh-huh, this summer, uh-huh, uh-huh. Toy Story 4. Yeah, yeah. I thought Spider-Man yeah. from Home was very good. You know, that was good. Blinded by the Light. My wife, Wendy, and I just saw that this past weekend. Isn't that great? On your recommendation. Uh-huh. And it was fantastic. It really is a nice, it's that coming of age thing. I'm so glad you like it. I, I really like that one. And speaking of Spider-Man from home, what's the deal with this uh, Disney and Sony split? Oh, they, are they, is, I, it, yeah. is it just corporate politics or who's trying to take credit or who wants to make more money or what? Do you, what? Well, I I just think that uh, all of the corporate merging means uh, uh, marketing is going to trump everything over creativity, and and I I don't think it's just it's not a good sign. Hmm. Couple more storm movie. clouds on the horizon. <laughs> Couple more movies I want to mention, especially since we're with Hound Radio oh, and yes. uh, big dog yes. lovers. 
A Dog's Journey with Dennis Quaid. Uh-huh. I enjoyed that one. And The Art of Making of... And The Art of Racing in the Rain. The with, Art of Racing in the Rain. A lot of people like that book. Yeah, with uh, Milo Ventimiglia. With Milo Ventimiglia from This Is Us. Ooh, good catch. Yeah, and Kevin Costner, the voice of Enzo. Two little cute movies that have to do with dogs. You might want to check those out. You're a dog fan, I aren't loved, you? Well, Hound Radio, why wouldn't I be? So. Do, is there a dog in the uh, in the cat's household? No, it used to be, and uh, not one in the future. We're, uh, we're dog. For the closest thing for a dog is Hound Radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, well. In many ways, in more ways than one. <laughs> All right, now let's take a breath as I remind you at the movies with Arch Campbell and Lou Katz and a cast of thousands comes to you from the underground bunker deep beneath Bethesda, Maryland, the home studios of the Katz podcasting system. We have an email address, by the way, if you ever want to reach us here through Hound Radio and at the movies. It's arch, A-R-C-H, at houndradio.com, or you can reach me, Lou, L-O-O, at houndradio.com. And we do have a lot of cool things going on with Hound Radio, as a matter of fact, including coming up this fall, a chance for us to come by your workplace with delicious Bethesda bagels. Oh, Bethesda bagels. You know, Bethesda bagels, that that's the official bagel <laughs> Of at the movies with Arch (laughs) Campbell and Lou Katz and and a cast of thousands. And we are the official radio station heard at Bethesda Bagels in downtown Bethesda. You know, I should tell, I should jump in here and tell the listeners that if they go to Bethesda Bagels, they should say that they heard about them on at the movies with Arch Campbell and Lou Katz and that they are the official bagel. (laughs) And maybe uh, maybe we can get a little dough... <laughs> a little bagel dough. A very little dough, <laughs> might I add. And you know, a little side story to all of this. Uh, uh, your uh-huh. sister turned us on to Bethesda Bagels listening because one day, didn't she say uh, she was in the in the store and heard yes your yes. your weekend movie it, review on Hound Radio, and they were apparently playing Hound Radio in Bethesda and, Bagels. Well, there you go. That's that's just so, yet another thing my sister has done for me. I got three of them. I know how nice they can be. Oh, I got. I have some news. You have some news. We, <laughs> we got an email from Bob Sproul, and let's see where does Bob live. Bob Sproul lives in uh, Pittsburgh, and he goes by the Grandstander. Here's what he said. All right, go. So glad you have resurfaced on the podcast airwaves with Lou and Hound Radio. Among the many things I like about Tony Kornheiser is the fact that he introduced me to you and your, shall we say, unique way of reviewing movies. (laughs) I especially like, didn't see it, don't want to see it. Always enjoyed hearing you with TK and in the pod you did with Ann Hornaday. A lot of us, uh, and I I enjoyed my time with Ann Hornaday. And we think that the Washington Post is going to do something with her. We hope so. I have connected with you on Facebook. You're uglier in person than I thought. In any event, my (laughs) contribution to the next Ask Art segment is to request... You retell the story you once told on the Arch and Ann podcast of ordering an ice cream cone at Montgomery Mall. Did I ever tell you the story? No. I went over to Montgomery Mall to the Arclight Theater, which is a really nice theater. And I was kind of early. 
And in the middle of the food court was an ice cream stand. Mm -hmm. So I went over there, like one scoop was $3 and two scoops was, I don't know, $4.75. And I, I wasn't dieting like I am now. I thought, well, what the hell? I'll get the sure. two scoops. And uh, they said, you want a cone with that? I said, oh, yeah, yeah, put it on a cone. I said, uh, she says, do you want the waffle cone? I said, yeah, sure, yeah. Boy, you were and, a big splurger back then. <laughs> and so they gave me a double ice cream cone. And uh, the bill came. It was $7.90. <laughs> because they charged like a dollar for the cone. Oh, and yeah. there was... and. She said seven dollars and ninety cents, and I. It, this is slipped out. I looked at her. I said, "Jesus Christ, <laughs> seven dollars and ninety cents for an ice cream cone." <laughs> but it was just made fresh from the cow right there at the mall, Arch. That's what those higher prices are all about. Uh, that is... I remember ice cream cones used to be a nickel. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so thank you, Bob. Bob Spruel. And I hope I'm saying your name right. S-P-R-O-U-L-E. Spruel or Spruel? Not sure. Well, neither am I, but thank you for the email. You're listening to At The Movies with Arch Campbell and Lou Katz and a cast of thousands. We're back and now by popular demand. <laughs> yes, I demand that we do this. It's the podcast feature that lets you, <laughs> yes? our, our one and only listener, <laughs> ask the questions. Yes, yes it is Ask Arch. Ask Arch. Oh, Ask Arch. You know, this. I, I was working at Channel 4. And I used to do Ask Arch on the air there, and and it was just, it was sort of a lampoon of all of these consumer segments. Ask so and so, ask mm -hmm. this, ask that. So, what do you Ask got? Arch was my my response to it. Well, let's see. Go with your first one here. All right. Here we Here's go. our first letter. Mr. Christy Hughes of yes. the Irish Inn. Christy Hughes. He owns the Irish Inn. Over in Glen Echo, Maryland. Have you ever gone to the Irish Inn? I have not. I've it's driven the by official it. Irish Inn of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it is now. And, and Christy Hughes. Christy yes. Hughes writes, mm -hmm. Arch, I keep seeing an insect buzzing around me. <laughs> an insect is buzzing around Christy. What, Arch, should I do? Well, don't worry about it. It's just a little bug going around. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Christy Hughes. Okay. The Irish Inn. Oh, we got another one here. Let me see. Hold on. <laughs> oh, my God. Wendy Katz, my wife. Oh, Wendy? She, Wendy Katz. Where is Wendy these she, days? She's out spending money. Who knows where she is? She's, she's as far away from this place as possible when we're recording. She says, Arch, I, I recently heard you discuss the biggest lie ever told on the Internet. Oh, you know, the Internet is a source of lies. This is true. Could you repeat that lie, please? The biggest lie ever told on the Internet? I have read and agree to the terms and conditions. <laughs> yeah, that's we're good, all that's, we're all done for. That's pretty good. That's that's the truth. All right, mm, one more. Finally, <clears throat> see what we got here. Who is this? 
Mr. Andy Poland. Oh, Andy. Of, of somewhere on the AM radio dial. <laughs> is that where he is now? Somewhere buried <laughs> on the AM dial. Uh, Andy writes, Arch, my wife told me to stop acting like a flamingo. He acts, he's acting like a flamingo? Apparently so. Well. Arch, what should I do? Andy, put your foot down. <laughs> Andy Poland. Andy Poland. He's a nice, nice guy. Andy Poland started his career in San Antonio, Texas, and really? worked at WOAI, hmm. the Clear Channel radio station right. that I often reference when I discuss my radio days on this program. Wow. So I like Andy. And Poland. we wish him luck on his uh, his new venture with uh, ESPN. He's got a new gig. He and um, and um, Carol Maloney. Right. And we Formerly like of NBC4, right. So uh, I want to thank uh, Bill Newcott for his preview of the Toronto Film Festival. And I think we're all looking forward to uh, what's coming up after Labor Day. And of course, Lou, you, my dear friend, <laughs> yes. as, as well as the entire CATS podcasting system. And uh, this week uh, we are remembering Peter Fonda and a Easy Rider. And in his honor... I think it is only fitting that we end with Steppenwolf and uh, Born to be Wild. Get your motor running. Head out on the highway. Looking for adventure. And whatever comes our way. Yeah, darling, go make it happen. Take the world in a loving place. Fire all of your guns and pumps and I like smoking lightning Heavy metal thunder Racing with the wind And the feeling that I'm under Yeah, gotta go make it happen Take the world in a love embrace Fire all of the guns at once And explode into space
At the Movies with Arch Campbell and Lou Katz and a cast of thousands comes to you by way of the Katz Podcasting System. Katz, America's number one name in delicatessens, Broadway musicals, and podcasting.